welcome to Zoomcast. But before we begin, I just want to give a brief warning. This podcast you're about to listen to is not safe for work, so please make sure that your boss isn't around, your grandmother, any type of family member, and that you're prepared for very ignorant topics, and that you're also not easily offended. Thank you so very much, and let's pop it in. That's another awkward moment. Yeah. It's, it's been a hot second since we've done one of these. Second? Minute. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a hot day. No shit. <laughs> oh, man. Nah. Yeah, it, it, I guess an apology is in, in order. Uh, I am so sorry to the people that were waiting on the next episode to happen because, uh, as you all know, uh, quarantine shut us all down for months. Yeah. COVID-19, heard about this podcast. It's like, yeah, no, shut that shit down. <laughs> it shut everybody down, you know. Uh, my job's not looking so hot at the moment. I mean, I'm going to come back. I'm, I'm on furlough. I'm sure everyone else in the world, like most of the people are unemployment and things like that. Yeah. But I was, I, I, however, I, I, I'm not lucky enough to receive these benefits, and I'm still in that bitch just... <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, spare chains, man. <laughs> Spit shining shoes and shit. Quite Ah, but I was big money Vernon for a second though. Shit, I, yeah, shit, I have funds. You have been living the life as a I, I felt good. Yeah. Um, but uh COVID hasn't been easy for a lot of people and uh it also came to the detriment of no movies. Uh, so that kind of hurt the business a bit too. Yeah. So no matter how you cut it, we're going to have to take a little break anyway, because there wasn't really any hot popping content for us to watch. No, the whole, Everything's been shut down. the whole summer was almost taken away. Just took in all, uh, almost the whole summer's gone for movies, basically dumped into the garbage can. Basically a lot of movies are pushed to fall. Like Black Widow's supposed to come out in April, yeah, got pushed yeah, yeah. all the way to November. Um, a lot of movies are just, you know, either not coming out. Like, I think the Fast and Furious movie got pushed to next year. Fuck. Yeah. A Shit's lot of things get pushed to next year, yeah. And it makes sense because the way the world is now, at least where we stay, our, our things are just starting to get lifted. Like, we can just start to, like, kind of, you know, go outside and now everybody getting fucking shot by the police now and fucking exit quarantine. Yeah. Um, the world is, uh... <laughs> <laughs> the world is uh I, I didn't mean to laugh at that. That's actually real shit. But um the world's uh it's not hot right now, but at least we can bring some ignorance to the yeah. table, right? You know it is hot again. What? This podcast. Yeah, we back in we're back in business, baby. Oh, yeah. Back in business. I'm happy to be back. Um it's uh it's been a it's been such a while. I've been wanting to talk to about some things, but most I've been talking to myself in the shower, you know, talking to myself like shit, man. That movie was good, shit. Fuck. <laughs> or talking about the tears and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Marathon TV shows and shit. <laughs> talking to my fake audience somewhere in the back. No, but this is great. We've all been in the mood to really like we've all been itching to talk about uh movies more and to get back to the podcast, but with this whole quarantine, we haven't been able to do much of anything. No. Um most houses are obsolete, you know, fam trying to protect our families during this time and things like that. So uh but we finally got together. Um 
it's kind of died down a bit. Um, at least as the time of this recording, uh, the cases are down. Um, hopefully they stay down. Hopefully the movie theaters open up in Michigan. Um, movie theaters, most in the world, when this recording happens, I'm guessing it will be open. Um, I've been making my travels to Ohio to see have, most yeah. of my movies. To the AMC of all fucking places, too. Yeah, so... Uh, but all this to say that we are excited to come in, give you some ignorance during this time of quarantine. You know, give you something to... Look forward to every uh, couple of weeks at a time. We're hoping to get these out here and get them going soon for you. So we do apologize, but we're back and I'm happy to be back. Yep. Give you something to laugh at in these trying times. But uh, I hope you guys are excited for the show uh, coming a bit. Ah, damn, that's good shit. Welcome to the Zoom podcast. It's a podcast. Wait, wait. I thought it's called Zoomcast. Oh, it doesn't matter, dude. I just we changed it a little bit. And you shut the fuck up. <laughs> anyway, God, ruining the surprise and shit. Right. Anyway, right. I'm Vernon. I'm Ron. And um, I'm Anthony. Yeah. Um. Well, God, there's a lot of things going on right now. So he blew his own his own fucking intro. We in the apology video, you know, we kind of caught up a little bit, but there's also a new piece to the puzzle now. Um, going forward, we have a new member. Um, as you introduced yourself already, I guess he's just gonna throw his fucking neck out there. You might as well just, you know, whatever. I'm sure you've heard of, of this person before. He was in the Endgame podcast we did uh, about a year back. Um. He's joining us permanently. Yep. He went from a guest to a series mainstay. As, as I should have been. Our good friend Anthony. <laughs> so, Anthony, since you're a permanent member now, you know, tell the people about yourself. All right. Uh, I'm really into anime. You guys might see more anime stuff-centric. I know we already did the Fist of the North Star, and even though it's not anime, Devil May Cry so made by the Japanese. It's... Some would consider it the same, yep. if you're that ignorant, I guess. The, the Japs, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Jap cast. <laughs> yeah, he's coming in and renaming it because, you know, we it's a merger because we're basically using his place to record since we can't record anywhere else in the world. <laughs> we had to liquidate all of our fucking finances to Anthony's house. So it was a deal. We had to take him in or not do the podcast anymore. <laughs> or just do it outside or in somebody's fucking car. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the car cat. We got some crackhead key in the car somewhere. <laughs> Just, hey! <laughs> God damn, we're recording. I saw that too. <laughs> <laughs> we, we pay fucking rent to the crackhead. <laughs> we use his alley to record. We got his cardboard box. <laughs> He's like siphoning off electricity from the church next door. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking bores the cardboard with like fucking paper towels so it can absorb the sound better. <laughs> and just Uh-oh. drawn in like red crayon live. <laughs> <laughs> he puts a big old red dot in there. He has two pieces of cardboard, just <laughs> uh, take one. <laughs> I gotta play my crack. Come on, let's go. <laughs> we pay him fucking two dollars in a fucking bag of red vines every week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I'm, I'm excited. We got a new member. Um, Anthony's been a friend of mine for years. Um, we've been friends for a while. Oh, um, you're we're looking at like three years now. Wow, three? No, it's been longer than yours, dude. Really? Oh, wait, 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 wait. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Because I moved out. I moved. Yeah. Out. Okay. So another thing about Anthony is that before the third person, yeah, the third <laughs> lore, person, lore, is I used to live in northern Michigan. That's kind of the tip of the glove. It's not across uh, to the peninsula. Peninsula. Funicular. <laughs> <laughs> um, and for five years, I was living up there, eighteen and twenty-three, which I am now. And. Yeah, we've always talked about making a podcast, Vernon and I, but then Ron came in, ruined my entire Ron came plot. in and fucked everything. <laughs> hey, Ron's that dude. Ron, Ron ruined everything. <laughs> but I respect the grind, so oh, yeah. what am I to say? I mean, hey, you're a part of it now. So in case, you guys, have you. in case you guys are wondering, Anthony came back to make this podcast great again. I mean, yes, because, uh, <laughs> shit, the number's in the can. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> Actually, uh, I already have two people that are willing to listen once we... Uh, Start this up. Ooh, hear that, people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a whole the other two, two people that are listening. People. You got four people now. <laughs> yeah, we, we had to fucking fire our last PR guy, so now Anthony's on staff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he shall remain nameless. Because <laughs> he doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Speaking of PR, um, I guess we should tell people where to catch us. Um, we are going to be on Twitter from now on. We're going to be focusing on our Twitter. Uh, you can catch us at our uh, Twitter page at Podcast Zoom, Z-O-O-M-P. Um, you just type that in. We'll be there posting things, uh, giving some highlights of the show. And also, uh, you can catch us on different avenues. I heard Google Music was going under, so I'm guessing we're going to be on the Google Podcast going forward on the Google platform. We're also on Apple Podcasts. We are on Stitcher. And we're also on our main area, which is uh, SoundCloud. So you can catch us there. But basically, as Ron said... We are the gonorrhea of podcasts, and you can find us everywhere. Yeah, anywhere. But coming back to everything, we're actually finishing where we left off. Oh, yeah. We, um, oh, God, I forget it. It was the most offensive name we could possibly come up with. It was uh, Chicks with Dicks Month. Oh, Chicks with Dicks Month. Yes, yes. yes, yes. But there's going to be such a plot twist with this one. I'm so excited. Oh, man. Uh, even even putting in the Chicks with Dicks Month kind of gives away the twist here. But uh, Yeah. It's actually I don't quite, care. It's actually, it's actually quite the inverse this time around. I, I was thinking of workshopping it. This is going to be called uh, Guys with Thighs. <laughs> guys with Thighs? <laughs> now that's something I can get behind. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you hope so. Get some of that bussy. <laughs> that tight bussy. So, the movie we're going to be looking at today is directed by, or done by, the a director, screenwriter, filmmaker, and former actor, Pedro Adamarar or Pedro shit. <laughs> Vote for Pedro shit. <laughs> Pedro Pedro Avocados. Uh, Pedro Al sounds like a fucking bond villain. Uh, Pedro Amdavar. 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 Call him for now. Amdavar. He's a double-time Oscar winner. One he won for um, best foreign film in 1999. Uh, some movie called All About Mother, and he won for best original screenplay in 2002 for Talk to Her. So something I'll never do. In a different take from usual, this movie that we're doing, like you say, we're actually going to be uh, doing a foreign movie this time around. It's yeah. completely in Spanish. Um, so he um, he later went into more, um, you know, thrillers. Um, There's one called Broken Embraces in 2009. And then we have the film in 2011, which we're talking about today. Um, it was originally envisioned as an adaption of the French book Miguel. 
1984 by Thierry Honquette. It turned into more of an original screenplay inspired by that book. Um, so here's the plot synopsis here. Ever since his beloved wife was horribly burned in an auto accident, Dr. Robert Ledgutter, played by Antonio Banderas, a skilled plastic surgeon, has tried to develop a new skin that could save the lives of burned victims. Finally, after 12 years, Leggett has created a skin that guards the body, but it's still sensitive to human touch. With the aid of his faithful housekeeper, Leggett tests his creation on Vera, played by Elena Anya. She's really pretty. She's really pretty. Very gorgeous. Who is held prisoner against her will in the doctor's mansion. In this 2011 horror drama, The Skin I Live In. You know... Uh, this is the best description. I'm gonna, and this is me personally saying this about the movie without giving away the other parts of the plot. Because even the way that Amazon describes this movie is that it doesn't talk about Vera as a prisoner, but instead it talks about the revenge plot, the revenge plot more than it being a prisoner plot, which I think is is better to describe the movie. Because if you say that this movie is a revenge plot, you you can see what's going to happen after a certain scene. After that certain scene, you do kind of give it away. Yeah, it gives it right away. I, I was, I was actually yelling at the TV like, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it, <laughs> and it was, it was something else. We should probably give our like non-spoily um, thoughts first, maybe, and then go into more spoilers because I feel yeah, like everyone yeah. wants to dive into the more spoiler territory anyway. Um, I have my notes here uh, somewhere. You, one of you guys can go before me. I'm just gonna go find my notes. Do you want to start with overall thoughts for the movie first? Yeah, just before spoilers. Okay. Well, overall, before we get into anything, I think this is a really good movie. Really good. It's one of those movies where it's not really a... It, it isn't listed as a horror drama, but it's more of a psychological thriller than anything goes. Because instead of scaring you, it more or less asks you important questions. And it asks you, you know, how would you feel if this were to happen to you? Or really, even besides that, just the events we'll be talking about later, the spoilers that happen in the movie... Everything is really murky, and it's really hard for you to not see where everyone is coming from. So everyone has a, a point and a purpose in this movie, and I, I really like it. Um, This movie is, like, really harsh. Like, there's some scenes that are hard to get through a little bit because oh, it's, like, uh, kind of gruesome. There's a lot of, uh, I mean, I just want to forewarn anybody. If the, you know, I, I mean, we warn people before the podcast. It's not safe for work for, like, before we even get into it. But, like, there's a lot of gruesome rape scenes. Um. Ah, oh, but there's a lot of moral questions that could be asked too about the movie because, uh, just uh, you 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 feel bad for people, but you realize that they're not all what they're talking to be either. I don't think there is a good guy in this film at all. Like, I don't think anyone could be painted as a because uh, you could sympathize to everybody in this movie. I feel like exactly. on some level, uh, you know, I, and you know, if we're gonna talk about any characters that are. It's like you can maybe name two to three characters that aren't so bad, but like even then, it's as you said, it's questionable. Yeah, everyone has dirt. Yeah, but this movie, it's, it's phenomenal. I really do recommend it. I really would recommend this to people who like thrillers and really movies that make you think after the fact. Yeah, this, most definitely. I was thinking about this movie all day. I watched this movie at 6 a.m., went to work, and just kept thinking about it. It <laughs> sticks with you. Like, you know, you. God, it's kind of hard to dance around this movie without talking about the main thing that that really draws you into the movie because a lot of it's just a lot of lead up and you realize like you know and I like to you just keep following the film and you're wondering like what the hell's going on here and I feel like at a, at a certain point you go oh I kind of see what's going on here 
Yeah. Oh definitely. shit. Because to me, the best thing about the movie is that it drops you in an already ongoing story, and you kind of have to pick up the pieces as the movie goes on. It doesn't start at the beginning. It starts somewhere in the middle, closer to the end. Right. And um, if yeah, if you were to start the movie, if if you're gonna have a timeline out for the movie. The movie takes place from the beginning only two days, and everything else is flashbacks. Yeah. Yep. The movie's only two days long. Yep. Flashback to six years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of interesting to see uh, about like the these characters are like they're fucking super villain origin stories. Like for everybody, <laughs> they really are. Yeah. <laughs> like I have in my notes here. This is kind of not spoiler, but the dude has a super lab in his fucking basement. He's doing because yeah, I said I said I read in the plot synopsis. The guy is creating the synthetic skin to save the world. It is altruistic in a way to help out people who are burned victims to have faces to, you know, have this up. But it makes sense to me. You're in Europe or you're in a European country somewhere in Spain. And you're a plastic surgeon. You probably make a shit ton of money to have like a fucking your own to be like Bruce Wayne of fucking villa. Mexico. Yeah. That, yeah, his own villa with his own fucking, and he can call in people for surgeries and shit like this. It's kind of like crazy. Like, I don't go too far into like, you know, any more reasons besides that, but I thought the dude was kind of cool. And like, some people are like, fucking, a lot of shit is crazy in this movie. It's like, it exists with his own world and rules. It's just fucking interesting. Yeah. Honestly, this movie, the movie's really interesting. It just, as you said, it's, it's incredibly interesting. The characters are played well. Um, Antonio Banderas really did this character very well. The uh, Robert. Oh, yeah, no, he played, yeah. he, he, he played, played him. He played really the fuck well. out of him, yeah. But what's really funny is uh, something I have right here, I guess a little trivia, is that after a few days of shooting, the director came up to Antonio Banderas is like, yo, look, bro, I get that this is how you act, but I want this to uh, be a cooler villain, not a... <laughs> not, <laughs> it's, 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 here it is, all right here. Uh, after a few days of shooting, Pedro uh, had a conversation with Antonio Banderas in which he told Banderas that he needed to drop all of his tics as an actor. Because the director wanted a really restrained character, and the actor was playing him in a more of a typical psycho way. Yeah, like he's playing him spy kids. You need him more like <laughs> Desperado. He <laughs> playing spy kids, but he needed more of a fucking Zorro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not thinking about spy kids when I was watching this movie. I was just thinking, this is what happened. <laughs> this happens when he's not on screen. This, his whole family died in that fucking spy kids accident. He always got his skin technology and shit. He's just making new foreskins for people and shit. <laughs> making new foreskins. <laughs> just put them back on. I did it. I created new foreskin for people. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking burn resistant. Anyone who's lost their dick skin could put it back on and it would be fire resistant. I also find it funny. Just I know that he speaks. That's his main language. Spanish right. is his main yeah. language. But, you know. I, I always see him speaking English, and then this is like the first movie I see him speaking so much Spanish. Yeah, I felt the same way I was about like, that. I was like, huh, all right, I guess he really can. Now. Oh, he really can. <laughs> God, fuck, dude, like this guy is, I'm going to put him on blast. Fuck this dude. Do it, this do dude it, in do the it. car was talking about how there's a scene in this movie where there are dark-skinned Mexican people playing uh, jazz instruments at a party. That's not a spoiler much or anything. But basically he goes, wow, there's a black person playing a saxophone. And oh, like, I, thought- I didn't know. Like I, I didn't know y'all reached that far to those foreign countries. No, 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 no. Fuck that. It's even worse than that. He didn't say a black person playing a saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't think of the name of the instrument. So he said, yeah, you know, it's this one right here. You know, <laughs> he's making he, he's he's throwing out his hands and making like the gesture for a saxophone. But he's like, yeah, it's that instrument that black dude was playing. And it's like the people they play this thing and it does this. And I'm like, you mean a saxophone? He's like, yeah. <laughs> hey, look. 
I say this stuff because I'm hanging out with you guys. And I just the way you guys talk, it kind of it leeches onto me. Oh, you know, <laughs> I pick up your guys. don't Uno reverse our shit. <laughs> I pick up your guys I, I'm not I'm not uncultured to know that there are dark skinned Mexican people out there. You thought they were all just black. I just thought it was the only guy. I, he was the only guy I saw like that dark, and I was like, he has people. No, the guys. singer was was dark skinned too. Yeah, well, yeah, just those two then. Oh, gee. <laughs> There's a whole scene shot on her face singing something while yeah, some no. characters were dancing. Yeah, only those two then. Oh, jeez. Okay. All right, Anthony. Okay. Anyway, this is a good time. Uh, I highly, again, I highly suggest the film. Uh, this is going to end the non-spoiler section of the show. We're going to transition into more spoiler territory. This is like the cusp of the conversation here so how about you go back and go to amazon it's there for rental i think a couple of the places i'm not sure if you guys went to the places i got mine amazon. yeah i got mine from amazon 3.99 for that hd you know same price for mine i got on youtube oh so 3.99 you can go rent that come back play the podcast back and we'll go into our non-spoiler section I'm going to say, Anthony's so excited right now. I can look at it. Go ahead. It's okay. Go I ahead. love this movie. Okay. The movie starts off in such a, you know, you don't see any characters for a minute. The first five minutes of the movie, no one's talking. Um, the instruments playing the backgrounds, uh, the background music. It's really good. It was, it was really good. Like, I, I've never seen a movie that had such good music, in my opinion. And I, mm-hmm. I but that's just because I recently started finding more interest in this kind of things. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it sh- it goes straight into the it goes straight in. It shows the uh, servants doing what they're doing, and then you see someone use a dumb waiter. <sighs> Such a funny name. I don't know if anyone ever thought that. I, yeah, I have in my notes here. You have you have to be either really dangerous or in trouble when you have to have your food sent through a metal fucking door. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I wasn't like like an irrational fucking fear of dumb waiters because like I forget what fucking movie it was, but there was one where like someone like climbs up and just fucking fell and died. That sounds like oh, a real movie, but I've yeah, never, I've never seen that. what movie that was. What was that? I know exactly what you're talking about. It was a horror movie. I can't yeah, think of it. Yeah, the but, girl was sick and or some shit. And, uh, oh, shit. uh, was it, mm, was that Pet Cemetery? Was yeah, it, it was yeah, Pet Cemetery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, ever since that the movie. The newer one? It's, 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 it's more or less focused on the newer one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, ever since that movie, I've had like a like an irrational fucking fear of dumb waiters. Like you just crawl in, you just, and that, that's where you just go to die. Like <laughs> climb in. <laughs> but you know, you're right. This movie starts out like very like picturesque. Like everything is perfect and neat. And as the movie goes on, you begin to learn that it's kind of like this really dark undertone to everything. I thought it was interesting that the paintings in the background were of naked women. Um, I thought it was, and, and mostly, I think. Uh, uh, Antonio Badera's character, Robert, he um, is more interested in the beauty of women, I guess, the proportions and things like that. Because there's a lot of paintings of women in the background, like a lot yes, of naked yes, women. Yes. By the stairs, by his bed, by the couch. On his TV. On his TV. <laughs> this man's just surrounded by pussy. But then again, it's Antonio Banderas, so it makes perfect sense. Complete. Complete sense. And there's this really gorgeous woman, and you're like, wow, why do you have her locked up, though? So many questions, like, and uh, not enough answers there in that moment in time because you don't understand what was going on. She's wearing a skin tight thing, and it's like, what the fuck? Because you body morph suit. Yeah, it's so weird. The morph suit—that's what they're called. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, no, the, the movie starts off really weird. When the, that's the first thing you see. She's doing yoga. She's playing with those, like, that clay models. They're like, yeah, can I get the uh, scissors, uh, thread and needle? And then she's like, you think I'm a joke? Yeah, she's like, oh, yeah. you, you, you're, you're fucking around, right? And, and she says, yeah. And you're thinking, okay, why is it a big deal for her to ask for fucking scissors? And then, you know, literally five minutes later, she's fucking slitting her wrist trying to kill herself. And, you know, and and I guess when in this side of the film, you think that, you know, he's got this big mansion. He's got these this big lab. He's doing some weird shit with some skin. You think to yourself, like, is that a robot? Like, <laughs> what is is that? How is he doing this? I, I I put in here my notes. I want him to make my sex robot. Like, can you make mine? Like, because I want one. I mean, that looks like Vera. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but what a fucking course. Like, when when the movie started, I was like, damn, she she kind of bad. Like, <laughs> she got a bad bitch locked in a basement. Like, truly. Oh man, I, I was just like, I was just watching this movie. And I was like. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> and it's great because there's like as it goes on, like so much more fucked up shit happens and you still you're still questioning things. Because after Vera tries to kill herself, Antonio Banderas character Robert, he fixes her up and he makes his skin. He's like, oh, your skin's gonna be perfect, this, that, and third. Then he goes to a scientific meeting, you find out he's making this like 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 you said, this fucking super skin because his wife would die in a car accident. What's really what's really funny about that, actually, yeah. is that when he is talking about the skin, he is not talking about the uh, fire resistance aspect as much as he's talking about the malaria aspect. Yeah. He's like, come on, guys, you can't get bit by bugs. That this will stop malaria. Malaria is a bad thing. And the entire time, I'm just like, all right, but why Why do you talk so much about the fire stuff without this meeting? Because right. he doesn't not he doesn't really talk about uh, fire resistance at the meeting. No. Not at all. Yep. His main thing is uh, giving burn victims new faces and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it, it go, again, it's all altruistic, like, you know, uh, vision to try to help out people who don't have faces who go through things like that who you could save a bunch of people and have it automated to where your skin is it blocks everything you're basically like you have like luke cage pretty much skin yeah yeah, yeah. you know and oh man so and we were talking earlier about him enjoying the the female body and things like that and like the skin and things like this like he's making artificial skin he literally has a section in his room where it's a big screen where he can just look directly at you know, Vera, the girl that's locked in here. And um, he zooms in, looks at her face and shit. And you could tell it's not really sexual. It's more like, damn, I did that. Yeah. He's He's actually appreciating his own craft. Yeah, quite literally. Right. Um, I guess we, uh, man, we get into one of the first sections of the film, which is kind of hard to get through. Uh, his house servant, which is wow, oh, so I, much I, shit that okay, happens. I, I think I could phrase this for you. Okay, yeah. So next thing you notice, Robert's out. He's not home at the moment. He's out of Spain. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what he, that's what she says, but that that can't be the case. I think she was just making a lie because yeah, no, he comes no. back. He comes back pretty quick in his car, and he's just like, "All right, I'm home." And you know what happens from there is what happens there. But anyways, um. What's what's her name? Uh, Marilia, that, yeah, Marilia, the house servant. Um, they just told everyone to, he just fired everybody All except servants, for her. Yeah. Um, and this guy comes in and he's wearing this like tiger outfit, and they just keep on calling him the tiger, other than Marilia, and she calls him Zika. Yeah, which is, Sagat just comes to his door, yeah, basically, <laughs> yeah, basically. 
and that and you find out that that is Morelia's son and he just he just recently uh recently committed a theft crime and is currently being chased by the cops and he's like really fucked up like yeah. you could just he's not you think like you know there's this weird dude in his tiger costume coming into this big villa like why the fuck is this guy in the tiger costume coming in the villa and I asked myself a bigger question why is this guy wearing a tiger costume but I had to look up what this was. There is a Spanish festival called Carnival, mm-hmm. and it's basically what they do before Lent. They do their massive parties and costumes and things like that, and that's why he was dressed up in a tiger costume. And I was like, why the fuck is this dude dressed up in a tiger costume? It makes no fucking sense. It's perfect timing. It's yeah, a basically. perfect disguise. Yeah, because immediately before this, he had actually just robbed a bank, and he was on a run. So he had came to Marilia because he wanted to rob her, the plaster to fix his face up. And even the way he gets in the door is like the funniest shit because he says like, "Oh, mom, it's me." He's like, "Oh, I can't confirm that because he's wearing he's wearing a mask, right?" So he like literally turns around, pulls his fucking pants, and he has a birthmark on his ass. He's like, "Oh, that is my baby." I saw. Come on, baby, <laughs> my baby. Come on, baby. <laughs> Come on, baby. Damn, <laughs> I made that shit. Fuck. <laughs> Bring your thick ass in here, baby. No, nah, that's ah, oh, dude. But basically, it goes really out of hand. You, really know, you get one of the most gruesome rape scenes. Like I, I know I'm kind of skipping through, but it's very gruesome. Um, you, you basically Zika gets in there. He sees Vera, and she's gorgeous, right? And he's he just he's uh, the, and this is very important to the fact of is that Zika sees her, and he's like. She looks familiar. Why she looks so familiar, ma? Why she looks so familiar, ma? And he's like, she's like, I don't know, but you got to get out of here. He then pr- proceeds to tie her up and go after Vera and um, starts, you know, he rapes her. But what makes it what makes it really messed up is that is that she. This is the first time you actually hear reference of this other person that they're talking about that he confuses her with, and he and she's like, and uh, sorry, I'm sorry. There's a lot going on in my head. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and he's asking, like, I thought you died in the fire. And she's like, and she even, like, she goes along with it and acts like the person that he thinks that she is. But more than that, he says, how are you alive? I killed you. I burned you up good. Yes, exactly. And she, st- and she still goes with this and still acts like the person that he killed. So, and I don't. It's, I don't it's really smart when she does that because she's. She's just trying to play along so she, she can just get out of that fucking house. And and it's just, yeah, it's just really smart. It's really crazy. Yeah, just thinking back on it. And like you said, it's the first scene where you kind of realize that maybe this person isn't who everyone says he is. No, because she's trying to break out, you know, and I think Leggard says that it, the person was voluntarily staying there. Um, there was a lot of uh, talk of just uh, that person's part of a therapy session or something like that. But then you get a really good, you get a feeling that this person's yeah, yeah, a yeah. prisoner and not a person who's willing to stay in there. And yeah. to the point where they're willing to do anything to get out, even like, you know, be violated. It is so fucked up to me. Yeah. And, and, and before Zeka even came, because we, we are skipping around, but it, it begins to unravel a little bit more before that, because even before Zeka came there, Marilia's like, all right, well, the, the, the test is done. You're going to have to kill her now. And you're thinking, like, why would he have to kill this person if he's a, just a willing, you know, test participant? Yeah, and because a new skin was was on. And basically, his research doesn't go much of anywhere. It gets shut down by basically, uh, I forget. The foundation. Who, yeah. The, the, the scientific community was more of like, the president of that scientific community should have said, look, I like you and I know you. This is why I'm looking out for you right now. you got to stop this before it's too late. 
and um, because they find out that he, he's using transgenesis, he, 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 he tests on actual people. Uh, no, uh, that that's found out later. At that exact minute, um, they're still believing that he's committing it on those like special, oh, those special lab rats. Uh, what are they called? Uh, ethnic mice, and and you know they're those are known for being used specifically just for science, uh, science purposes, right? For experiments, and but it's obviously that he isn't. He's using it on the woman, and but that's not what they know. They're just saying you got to stop this. This is an abomination to mankind. We're not supposed to be evolving like this, and they're trying to shut it down as quick as they can. But since he knows them, he's just trying to look out for them. This movie would have ended so much differently if the scientific community would have known. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And dude, that leads me to like the reason it like, you know, we get into after uh, the basically Antonio comes home, basically f- finds out that this dude is basically raping his specimen. His patient. And he kills him. Yeah. And kills the dude, you know, and we find out later there's so many plot twists. So we find out later that not only is the tiger like, you know, a dude that took away Robert's wife initially. But also, they're brothers. But they don't know it. They don't even know that they're Because brothers. Marilia, who everyone thinks is just a regular house servant, is actually Antonio Banderas' mother. And Zeka's her other son, but she she pretty much... The way it works is, Zeka was the illegitimate son of the Lagarde family that Roberto comes from. And she had him out in the slums and kind of left him there. Whereas Roberto was the actual son, so he stayed in the family and he was the heir. But they never met each other beforehand. Oh, that's crazy. And basically, it, it, it adds like a whole new layer of fucked because basically his wife left him for this dude, this crazy dude, basically. And then they got in a car accident and got into this huge fire that burned her entire body. And I, I can only imagine psychology. It just feels like a fucking Joker backstory somewhere in there. Like, it feels like a fucking madman, you know, because you lose everything. He lost his wife basically to this fire and basically she survived the fire and mm-hmm. I gave him they gave him that that boost to like you know I want to help people who would you know with burns and things like this and he tried to help out but she saw her face and basically killed herself yeah, jumped out the window she yeah and this is this is very important scene to me because I got very confused at this point further the way that they describe how this happened is he she hears a house servant singing. You figure out the house servant is actually his daughter. Yep, Norma. Yep. And this seems very important. It's going to be brought back up later for me because I made a theory and it got debunked immediately. (laughs) (laughs) But she then kills herself in front of Norma, Uh, jumps uh, jumps out of the room, kills herself, and Norma witnesses it. That's important. Very important, actually, to what we're about to a later scene. And from that point forward, Robert goes crazy. He goes mad because of it. Yep. And Norma actually has to go to therapy because she, because she sees it. Mm-hmm. I think it, it, it caused him to get to that last straw. He had his daughter still, right? Mm-hmm. So he loses her through bullshit, basically. And basically gets cheated on. Wife burns up. Wife fuck. That's a lot, right? Yeah. Um, you're still trying for it though right and basically we fast forward a little bit long and basically you get to see that which is interesting too there's a lot of interesting psychology here he's having sex with his specimen oh that that doesn't happen yet it does it happens after that flashback uh because they fall asleep together remember yeah 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 he tries to have sex with her but he's like she's right like, she's like nah the tiger really fucked me up I can't be doing this right now <laughs> 
like, ah, oh, so fuck. Like, it's so weird. Like, you know, you're having sex with your, and we gotta get any further because there's a lot of fucking psychology with this. He's having sex with a specimen because you, you you think this is a patient. So you're like, okay, weird flex, but all right. Yeah. That's just so weird that, you know, that this person basically got violated but wants to run away, but then she stays anyway. With the, it's so weird. She wants to run, but she stays. And you're just confused. Like, what the fuck? It, it, I think you I think you whittled her down to nothing mentally. Like, it's a Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. yeah. It becomes yeah, a Stockholm she, Syndrome been, for a She's been captive for six years. It's so fucked. And, and Robert has, like, I have him, I know, his one of the most tragic backstories because he loses his wife, and then we later find out what happens to his daughter. So we fast forward, like, I think it was six years later. Um, in the timeline. It, uh, it was five years before the dream, before he, like, he killed Zika. I believe something like that, because I forget when exactly, but we fast forward a little bit in time, and we figure out that there was this big party that happened, and basically his daughter was there, and his daughter gets out with this Nice looking man, actually. He looks pretty trashy to me, but yeah. Eh, I mean, he ain't like terrible looking. Uh, the guy that Norman was talking to? Vicente. Yeah, yeah. Vicente? Okay. I think Vicente looks all right. I don't think he looks trashy. I just think he has that. Um, like, the, he looks good for being poor, kind of thing. <laughs> he looks good for a poor dude. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, <laughs> movies. He looks good in his rags. Mo- no, movies really like doing that for some reason. It's like. They like to Aladdin it. No, Aladdin. I was going to say that, yeah. Aladdin doesn't. Aladdin has nothing, but he still looks good. He gets with Princess Jasmine. Aladdin should have like no teeth, looking like a crackhead trying to get with. Yeah, but he has he has some sparkly uh, sparkly whites. Dude, that's so weird to me. This (laughs) poor boy who he steals toothpaste. That's the thing. He steals toothpaste. (laughs) (laughs) So this dude gets he gets into this big party basically and just seduces uh, Robert's daughter Norma. And basically, dude, it's crazy as fuck how people get down in fucking Spain. Like they were fucking in the courtyard. Yeah. They were just like you just know, a bunch of people. You just a bunch. And, and just Robert's walking through this, and you just hear people moaning, and yeah. he's just walking by it like it's pretty much like okay. all the big wigs, like their teenage children, like they all get high on Epstein, just fucking and just fucking the garden. Yes. Dude, it was like an orgy. I could have sworn it was a dude just, you know, spitting and grabbing some other dude's dick while the other dude was fucking something. It was weird. They were just there, all there, next to each other. There's one part where there's a girl in between two dudes and she's getting, getting fucking spit roasted. Spit roasted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's getting her shit She's crazy. Yeah. And like, it, that's every father's worst dream to be like out in a courtyard and like you lost your daughter and she went out that, that exact way and all you hear is moaning. And people just getting sucked and fucked and just like three niggas just down it. Like you weren't like, oh shit. If you're here and my daughter's not in there, oh no. Like <laughs> And the scene really builds tension really good because as he's looking for his daughter, he finds like pieces of her clothing, then he finds her shoes, and eventually leads to him finding his daughter unconscious. And you're thinking, okay, you know what happens next, right? You you keep to assume what happens. And when he wakes her up, she literally wakes up just screaming for her life. Yeah, and oh man, this is going to lead to like a really interesting conversation because we get the other side of the story. We get you know Vicente's part point of view. Yes, and you get to see a flashback of that. I'm not going to go too much details. Kind of plays out the same events really, but we get to see like you know she's not all there because she lost her mother right in front of her, so she's on medication far as yeah. like serious mental yeah. medication. Yeah, yeah, and she's she, on, yeah. The, the guy uh, Vicente's even like. I'm on so much pills right now. What what are you on? And she's like listing off all these pills and he's so high. He's just thinking that she's listing off like 
actual narcotics, but she's talking about real medicine that yeah. she needs to take at the moment. Yeah, right. for therapy. And that, and so, like, that I have... I don't believe Vicente did anything really wrong. I was going to say that, too. Yeah. I don't think he did anything I, really I, but wrong. That's a sticky conversation because I do sympathize with the fact that, you know, during that time, in that scene, I will go further before we, you know, but in that scene, you do see that she is not willing participant, really, at some point. Like, it was kind of like she was kind of with it, but then after a while, she's like, you know, no, no, stop. And I don't agree with that. Even then. Really? Yes. Okay. So this is what happens. I was when I was watching this movie, this is how this is how it played out. Vicente is talking about like how he wants her so badly, and she's kind of just playing along with it. She even starts like taking off her clothes. She's doing it herself, and she's like, "This clothes is getting me claustrophobic." It, at first, if you're Robert, it looks like the clothes are stripped off of her. You know, the heels are broken and all this other stuff. Nope, it was her taking off the clothes herself, her taking off the heels by herself, and so on. Um, she trips. They start kissing. She doesn't. She doesn't say no to that. But you, you can see in her face that she's not with it. I don't. I just don't think she's with anything. She's not all mentally there. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. I no, think because yeah, it yeah. is a really, a really interesting part is when she takes off her shoes. You see, like when she trips and gets up, like her eye is twitching really bad. So she's fucked up off of her pills. He's fucked up off of his pills. And the thing is, because right after that, and they start kissing and making out and shit, and she's talking. It, it begs a really interesting question because obviously the nigger ain't to have sex. She's not really all the way mentally there. He's not all the way mentally there, and. He's talking about shit and she's going along with it. But as it goes on and, you know, after he like starts taking off her clothes and starts to finger her and shit, that's when he's like, oh, wait, that's what we're doing. Because it's, it's so weird. Like they're having casual conversation as this like as the sex is happening. And you kind of you get the impression that she doesn't really fully grasp what's, like, what's getting ready to happen. No. And then as the sex happens, she's like, oh, wait, that's what we came here to do. And she's like, oh, no, stop. Get off me. And Vicente. And again, I, I agree. But he, he, he didn't do shit wrong because. They're about to fuck. And then she's like screaming, shouting for her life. Like, oh, no, stop. Get off me. He's fucked up off pills. So he's panicking. He's like, yo, stop screaming. You know, I don't want people to come out here and find us. And she keeps going and she bites him. So out of reflex, he just smacks her and knocks her out. But once he realizes what he's done, he doesn't keep going. He actually tries to cover her up and just leave the scene because he's like, oh, fuck, this looks bad. And I didn't really intend for this to happen. But he can't really go and talk to anybody because he's fucked up. Everyone's fucked up. And she's and if anyone comes, they're going to find a girl knocked out with her panties off, and they're going to assume that he raped her. Right. So this movie, uh, this is this is where I was talking about. We're going to come back to the scene. So when the mother jumps off and kills herself, it's because of the song that um, Norma was singing. Right. Mm-hmm. And the way I took the scene is that the woman at the uh, what was it? The party started singing that song. Oh, and I didn't guess that. That's 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 why she started screaming. Oh, that's why she started screaming. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's that's where the problem came. Is that oh, it wasn't. Fuck. I never caught that. It, wow. It, yes. It was the woman singing that triggered her PTSD and she started screaming. Yeah. Oh, it's just I thought about that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because she was never fully against the sex and the whole no, no, no thing does kind of come out of nowhere. So that makes perfect sense. And so um, but now this is where I'm going <laughs> to. I didn't know that normal. OK. Robert, they never talk about them having a daughter until the scene of them talking about him having a daughter. Yeah. Yeah. That's the first time they talk about anything. So I got very confused and I actually genuinely thought. I did too. That Robert did what he did to Vera, to um, his wife for the first time, is that he grafted a whole new skin and that made Norma. 
And I had this whole theory, like it, I was building on it. I was like, I was so crazy about it. Just because they never outright said that was Norma that was singing the song. It was a housemaid. But it gets even it gets even crazier. <laughs> it, it just I it really shows that Norma wasn't mentally right in the head from no. the beginning. No, yeah, from start. Even even before the, the suicide of the mother, she's playing in the grass, playing with this like this little kitchen set. And Norma looks a bit older too in that shot. Yeah. She's playing and she's like cooking grass in this little clay kitchen set. And right. I'm just like and I, I was thinking about that scene a lot at the end of the movie after I realized like, that that was Norma. I genuinely thought that Robert did what he did to Vera. It didn't work out too well. And Norma was the mother for a while. I genuinely thought that that this is a second case. But my, my theory got debunked. That was Norma the entire time. He really did have a daughter. But man, wouldn't that have been more interesting? <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole new layer for this fucking movie. Ah, oh, shit. Mm. I guess Windows agrees too. <laughs> it said uh, threat detected. <laughs> <laughs> the FBI just listened to all this that Anthony's saying right now. <laughs> it said, damn, he's spitting. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'll turn off your podcast. <laughs> it's just too good. Like, no. <laughs> But no, to, to, uh, to, to, to get further along, so the whole murky rape thing happens, and you see that as he's leaving, um, Roberto, he sees it, and he, he catches the VIN number, and he figures everything out. And immediately after that, he puts his daughter back into therapy. Because the, the fucked up part is, and him and the woman actually talk about at the party, at that party, that's like one of her first times going out after being in therapy. Yeah. So the, the, that, that's one of her first outings. So after the rape thing happens, he immediately puts her back in. But Norma's so fucked up by this point that even when he goes to see her, she hides in the closet because she associates just him and really any man with rape. But because she opened her eyes and her, her dad's prepared, she saw she assumes that he did it to her. And it's just so fucked up. And yeah. immediately after that, he loses his daughter. So like any sensible father would do, he he finds a person who does it and he kisses them. And the so. craziest thing though, before we can back up a little bit, she jumps out the window too. She death. kills her. That's a death. She dies the same way. That made my that doubled down my theory. Yeah. And this is and I was thinking Robert wasn't there to save her from the brink of death again. That's what made me think yeah. that <laughs> Robert saved her, her the the mother again. From but, but, the but, yeah, but, but, but yeah, he kid has Vicente before the daughter even dies. Did you know that he was wearing a skin, uh, like a, a flesh mask? Yeah, that, yeah, it looked, it looked so weird. Yeah, it looked creepy as hell. But, 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 but you can still tell that it was uh, that, 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 yeah. it was Antonio, yeah. It was just like a, a more, it was a more pronounced Antonio Banderas. He's already got like a nose, but it's yeah, even bigger. He, 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 he like a witch nose, yeah. so weird. I, I was like really tripping out when I saw that. I was like, what the. What? But he I, kidnaps this dude, and it's interesting to know that this dude that he kidnaps also works at a like a beauty, uh, like a fucking uh, what do you a, call a it? A tailor store. A tailor store. Yeah. Yeah. So he's making dresses and seeing things like that, and you see him framed a lot. And I'm kind of giving away the twist because it doesn't really matter. This is a spoiler. So you see him framed with these women, like mannequins and things like that, and you're like, oh shit. And it kind of clicks. Yeah. And you're like, oh, did he? Oh, no. And then you kind of figure out, like, later he gets kidnapped, right? And he goes through the fucking sex changes. Like, oh, shit. And it all boils down like, oh, fuck. Yep. This dude is Vera. And then you and you fucking realize even more, like, that's even more fuck. He's fucking his daughter's rapist. 
Yeah. Well, what he could supposedly calls. Yeah. I mean, that's what he thinks. I yeah, mean, it, listen, it doesn't change the fact that if you think that way, you're still fucking yeah. the rapist. V- Vicente even says, like, Antonio uh, um, Banderas' character, Robert, I call him Robert. You probably call him Roberto. It's just how I keep on reading it. Roberto. <laughs> um, he even, they're explaining, like, why is he doing this to him? And he's like, you raped my daughter. And the guy even says, like, I don't think I raped your daughter. Yeah, he's like, I don't fully remember it, but I, I'm pretty sure I didn't rape your daughter. He's like, oh, well, I didn't take any pills. I remember the thing fully. Yeah, he kind of doesn't excuse it. You can't really you can't really fight against a guy who's lost his daughter like yeah, that. Yeah, he lost it all. But that 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 scene was kind of that was a very nice scene just for the fact that Vicente is even saying like that that's how that's how it happened. Yeah, but it's, your daughter just broke. It's so fucked. Like it's <laughs> daughter so, machine broke. <laughs> the morality <laughs> questions there are so interesting because you know like, and you slowly see Vicente turn into Vera. Like you slowly see this. You see the sex change. You get he calls in these these people to help him out because he's trying he's saying that he is running his own little clinic in his basement basically yeah. and that the person asked for this is a completely willing patient right which he didn't but you know basically they they, they it's it like I think like Anthony said I think like it was in the like we were driving around somewhere you say this is like every man's worst nightmare this is this is truly terrifying I get that there's people out there that want a sex change do what you want to do I do whatever I kind of don't care but for a guy that is okay hundred percent being a man. That terrifies me. It is. Yeah. You get you're getting turned to something you don't want to be in the first place. Yeah. And, and it's against your will. It's against your will. You wake up one day and you just see you have tits and a vagina. That's a wrap. I, I don't think I can do this anymore. No, I do. He didn't have tits yet. He just, he's had just he, a vagina. He just had a vagina. He yeah, had just he, a vagina. He, yeah. He opens up. Yeah. He wakes up in the room, uses a mirror, and looks at it, and he's just like, you see the sh- the 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 face. Yeah. His face said everything. Did you know? the anguish, and he's yeah. kind of broken at this point. Like, he just knows it's fucked. Like, he kind of just, like, he mentally breaks. Like, any man would mentally break if he just had, like, I mean, a, a willing man that, you know, wanted to be, like you were saying this, but who's changed to a sex or something they didn't want to be, sees that they have a vagina would probably want to kill himself. Well, like, just imagine and, that. You're kidnapped by this person that you don't know, and you wake up one day, and your dick is just gone. And, dude, he sets out these dildos. Like, you know, so we got to make sure he... Uh, Make sure your pussy's all good. Stretch out your new orifices. Stretch out your pussy. So here's all these dildos. And then they're like, just wow. (laughs) This whole time, bro, Vicente had that WAP. (laughs) 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 When they made WAP, they were talking about Vicente. He he had that shit for real. Damn it, no. These hoes could never get that WAP like Vicente had. had. Stretch his pussy out, bro. That, that movie really is like it's it's just scary to think about. Yeah, because it's happened to you. And and then like when the and then like he he fur, he went down further and he and the thing that really fucks it up is that he makes this guy into his wife, basically using her as a model and for what, for it literally has his wife's face. And one thing I really love about this is to kind of touch back to like how we were in the beginning. I talked about she's doing all this yoga and everything. You kind of find out why he's doing that yoga because he's allowed to watch TV. And he's watching the program one day and like, oh, well, if you do this yoga and these techniques and these stretches, it gives you a place that nobody can take from you. It gives you a peace that no one can disturb. And you come to find out that he's doing yoga to, just to keep himself fucking sane. You know, it kind of, I'm not going to lie. When I saw that and the way they were explaining it, that, that was a very good explanation for yoga. And it made me even be like, hmm. Should I start yoga? I'm not gonna lie. I was like, you know what? Yoga might it might hit. Like, yeah, just in case if I turn into a, a, a woman with a with a big ass bussy in my front, I can I too can, can be in, in a case, safe space. In case my dick gets pussy blasted, like <laughs> I too can be in a safe space. Yeah. Um. Oh Jesus. 
No, it, it's sad. You know, Robert really has lost up. everything, you know, regardless of the fact. And his blame may be a little skewed, maybe, depending on your opinion on, you know, it's such a good topic to talk about. It's like, you know, but I think we kind of went over what we thought. But, like, it, it's even more fucked up when you think about, like, the psychology of, but I'm going to fuck, though. Like, how, like... What? Like even is it, like even though it's an extreme, you can kind of sort of see where he's coming from because he wants to. Now it's weird. Like you could have someone else rape her, but he wants the guy to feel the same pain that his daughter went through. But it's just like like it's a, it makes for a great conversation because you can see where everyone in this movie. Now, of course, not fucking Zeke. Like fuck that nigga. But you can see where everyone in this movie is coming from. You can see. You know, Roberto's just his his inner mental angst after losing his wife and his daughter. He, he wants to get some kind of retribution. You can see Vicente where he didn't really do anything wrong, but he's putting this fuck situation because he's having to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Exactly. What's really funny about Vicente as, as well, like this is such a cruel fate for him too because first of all, he's already a ladies man. He's, yeah. It, it's 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 talked about. He he he's in love with the uh, the coworker that he has at his mother's shop. She is a lesbian, and that's even. Funnier yeah. and the cruel twist of fate yeah, yeah. is that because hey, he becomes he, a woman. Is yeah. that he, hey, he can now get with her? What her name is like, Christine, right? I believe so. Yeah, yeah Christine. Yep. He can now get with Christine. So hey, good for him, I guess. I, I just think it's, it, it's <laughs> silver lining for all this. It, it's just so <laughs> fucked though. Like you know, you you're having sex with you. You literally said that you think if you as a father think this dude raped your daughter, it doesn't change the fact regardless of the whole story or not. You think that this man raped your daughter. You are having active sex with a person that raped your daughter. That's so fucked yeah. to think about. Marilia, Marilia, the Robert's mother, housemaid, whatever. Even comes out and says, like, you have a weakness to women. And he does. Yeah. He 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 gets deluded into the fact that this isn't Vicente, this isn't a prisoner anymore. Yeah. He really fell in it love with her. It literally goes from revenge rape to passionate sex that he wants to have with him or her. Oh, it's so fucked up. And the fact that he gives him the face of his wife, like, oh. Yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. And it recontextualizes the earlier rape with Zeka and uh and well Vicente Sage Vera. Because you go, well, he if he, he did, like, if this man is a rapist who turned to a woman who's being raped by a dude who is the rapist is a woman now. It's kind of like those people who get raped in jail for raping children. Yeah. You go, well, is that bad? You yeah. think like, you know, and it kind of fucks. It's kind of fucked because you go like, wow, because it's really shocking when you first see it. But then later when you learn, you know, why things are happening and mm-hmm. the, the gears start to turn, you go, Ooh, the morality starts to come back over again. Yeah. You go, is that deserved? Yeah, he's not really deserving of all this rape that he's receiving. The, he, the sensei really does have it bad. <laughs> have I, bad I don't run. think, I think at some point, you know, who's really the madman here? Is it the person that, you know, is who's really the bad guy? Is the person that, you know, well, I guess it's very, it's, I, I guess it's the, the court's guy. out on <laughs> if he actually raped his daughter or not. But basically, you know, you're turning this guy who may or may not be innocent into a woman and mutilating him and also falling in love with him, but also putting him in predicaments for him to be raped and shit. He got raped. It was like you're mutilated. It's so fucked up. Uh, uh, that's, he, he was, this was just horribly circumstanced. He, you know, because at the end of the day, he's, when he knocked her out, uh, the sensei knocked out uh, the Norma. He stopped. He put on the clothes. And yeah, exactly. Just ran off. Yeah. So like, yeah, is that right? No, but he really. What else was, could he do? Like he was, he was high, and you know, he's like, he's just another person. He's another human. 
when we get put in those type of shocking instances, what are we going to do? We can never know what we're going to do until it happens. He even tried before everything to just leave Spain and just, and just, and just start new because he knew that he couldn't come back from this. And and it's it, it gets even more fucked later because we're kind of getting around to the end of the movie here. But basically, he falls basically head over heels for his experiment slash, you know, prisoner. And, you know, oh, dude, and... She's basically Vera, like or Vicente. He basically, or he or she, I don't know what to say anymore. I, I basically denounces his past self. If you're gonna be, if you're gonna be politically correct, you'd still say he because Vicente doesn't uh, follow oh. under being Vera. No, no. So you'd still say he. And it's so fucked because he he's he he basically like you're, we were saying earlier too. He gets mind bro- broken yeah. basically, and he loses a sense of identity. And basically, you know, robbers you know kind of taunting him, giving him makeup and things like that. And oh man, and he embraces it, but just to get to be out, and he's having basically he's sleeping with his prisoner, and it's so muddy, muddled. Oh god, and uh, I guess. Or, I guess anyone wants to get to talk even more about. I, I was just gonna say that I just read your notes and it said you literally put his own daughter got casket and she blames him for the yes. rape. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Basically, Robert did get casket. If anyone is a fan of Berserk, uh, there's a, a character that was had almost similar situation was raped and basically blamed the main character who didn't do anything. Basically, the antagonist basically got away with it. Kind yeah. of what happens in this movie. His daughter got casket and he got gutsed. Basically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um but i but we can continue off from where that left off um after that night of sleeping you're now caught up on to what's been going on since vicente got captured for the past all, 12 years and six you years. know six yeah my bad yep six years that's and that's crazy that's a long time that's to just a be long a captive time. um you figure out that robert was you know at first it was like just like in a cave like some dingy cave Right. Vicente tried to kill himself by pulling the nails out and trying to set himself. That wasn't going to work because the nails were in there too deep. Um, and then he gets turned into a woman. He then tries to kill himself again. And Robert brings him back. Yep, Robert Every time. Back. He, this, he brings him back twice. This, yeah, Vicente tried to kill himself twice. Well, in essence, he's always been trying to kill himself, but there's only two times where that we know actually, about. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we know about where there's blood that came from it. Um... And that's that's crazy. That's crazy. But next day happens. Robert's acting like nothing just happened. No one's acting like what just happened the previous day. Uh, the tiger coming in. None of that. They, they just pretty much drop it. Yeah. Robert. Yeah. Robert's like, hey, uh, take her out to go shopping, Marilia. And Marilia is like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, his house servant is like one of the realest people ever. Like, you know, besides letting her murder rapist son in the house but but, but you know family's so important to, to like <laughs> a lot of this i'm being really like family is like such a big thing in these type of cultures no you're absolutely right like and, this is this is history repeating itself again but you know and she's yeah, self-aware too she literally says like yeah both my sons are crazy and i'm crazy for even entertaining this and she, she, <laughs> she gave birth to fucking Batman and the my, fucking Joker. She, she literally said that I have like I have like chaos inside of my entrails. Yeah, yeah. Like, craziness is in my entrails. Something like that. It's fucking crazy. And she's self aware the entire time. You can argue that Robert 
is kind of deluded with this whole thing. He kind of like told himself things, but Marilia, she's self aware of everything. She knows all the things, I, and she I still think goes she's on. She's just with as insane for playing along. Exactly, though. but so, there's nothing that she could do. I mean, yeah, if, if she tells Robert that, hey, I'm your mother, that's not going to be believable. No, he's not going to believe it. Um, it, you know. There's nothing that she can do because she's just a housemaid. That's what it all comes down to. She shouldn't let Zekka back into the house. None of this whole entire movie, I don't think anything would have happened if that would have. If she didn't but do like that. you were saying, like the fact that they just wake up the next morning, the fact that you know later that night he's trying to bang his fucking prisoner who got raped, basically, and it's just so she's fucking like a few weird. hours ago. Like, yeah, it's just so bizarre. It's just and for the fact that they just kind of like you know, brush it off, like yeah. It'll happen. He literally buried Zekka's body, prayed over it, and they came on like, yo, so you trying to fuck? Like, <laughs> quite literally. Quite literally. Yeah. insane, dude. Literally, just tries to have sex with her. Next day, hey, go, um, Merlia has a card, get whatever you want. <laughs> and he says it. For- yeah, keep going. Just go, 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 go there, look pretty. Um, uh, The dick Buy will be dress, here yeah. in the next couple hours. I will serve the cop when you get back. Like, <laughs> I just... That's so weird to me. And then, like, the house servant, you know, Marilia is really trying to get Robert to understand, like, you know, she's not going to ever be what you want her to be. She's not. See, Marilia is a really well-written character because she understands her role. She is a house servant. There is nothing more to it. And even though there is more to it, she just can't go into that. Yeah. So she's just trying to she's trying to be Alfred and just like, oh, come on, Master Wayne. Uh, should we really be doing this? <laughs> just kill him. Just kill the Joker. Just kill we the kill the Joker. We'll, we, can, we can go home. Batman, kill the Joker and stop raping him. <laughs> <laughs> Master Bruce, why'd you give him Miss Kyle's face? Oh, no. That's so fucked. Batman, so mad. stop raping the Joker. Please. It's not worth it anymore. Let's go back to the mansion, Master Wayne. <laughs> let's, just, let's just go let's home. Just go home. <laughs> He's had enough. <laughs> and uh, and we, we and basically, I guess we were right around the end of the um, right around the uh, the end of the movie. Yep. Um, but. Uh, we get to the scene where, you know, he's basically about to bang out, you know, uh, Vera or Sans Vicente, I guess. And he, she's going down to grab some lube. She, she's yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. This is this is such a funny scene, in my opinion. Okay, so Vera Vicente goes like, ah, the tiger really fucked me up. I, I'm, I got us some lube, though. Really bought lube. Yeah. Really bought lube. But that wasn't Vera's plan. Vera goes into um, Robert's office. Grabs the gun that was in there. Oh, hold on. We also forgot a very important scene, actually. As I bring it up, yeah. Yep. Um, so after, while they're out shopping, Robert and one of his buddies, they're talking. And his buddy's like, come on, man. You got to get back into the business. And if you're not going to get into the business, can we at least buy the the thing from you? And, oh, the facility, right? Yeah, the facility yep. from yeah. you. And the he's, like, he's like, no, nah, I'm not letting y'all use it. And well, he's like, all right, I didn't mean to, I, I didn't want to do this, but... We've been, they've been looking for this guy, and I know you did surgery on that guy. Robert is using some really good, like, countermeasures. He's like, he never wanted to be here in the first place. Uh, he, and he's, he's, he's countering it 100%. Mm-hmm. And he's, and, um, and the buddy's like, all right, you know what? Then the final card is, if you don't, if you don't give it, uh, if you don't give it to us, we're going to tell the science community that you're, uh, doing these research on actual humans. The Vera comes in and is like, nah. That was all my choice. Vicente, <laughs> never heard of him. She could have, she dead ass could have, or he could have ruined Robert right there. Right. But nope. She wanted, he wanted to kill him. Yeah. 
He wanted to. It was out- personal. He wanted to outright kill him. He could ruin this entire man's career. He could have been in jail. He could, so much shit could have happened. But and he said, "No, nah, I'm going to kill." He wanted man. his payback. Yeah, and you could tell the heart. The, the acting on her is amazing. The actress who did that because you could just look at the anguish that she has when she's looking at the the photo of her the, past self. Yeah, yeah. The the missing the missing. Uh, yeah. She even kisses it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, Vicente goes back up. Tosses the loop and Robert is just looking so smug. He's so he's like, damn. Dick's still hard. Yeah. Dick hard as fuck. He is ready. He is ready to go on this. And Vera just like, all right, but I got I got the strap. <laughs> just the gun, bang, bang, done. Like he's over here, ass out, lube, double cheek <laughs> <up. laughs> <laughs> on a Thursday. <laughs> He just, he just, he just like, is this a joke? Is this a joke? <laughs> <laughs> you promised me. I lied. <laughs> and, and, you know, what's really funny is that you don't see a bullet hole or anything. It looks like someone shot him with a uh, uh, paintball gun. <laughs> <laughs> Nerf. <laughs> you expect an ass, but I brought the strap. Dog. Man, I wish my girlfriend would do some shit like that. I'd fuck, man, I'd be so mad. <laughs> fuck. Can you imagine the fucking friends that just find you in your own bed, just double cheeked up? Just dead double cheeked up. With lube in your hand. <laughs> Blood covering your ass. <laughs> Condoms and shit flying everywhere. And Ow! You take me, nigga. <laughs> with the look of absolute surprise on your face. Double cheek. I, I could I could just imagine this just being burning. <laughs> He's laying there like, damn. <laughs> Ron, and, Ron and I just walk in. Uh, is this your friend? Is this a police talking to us? And we're just like, we're looking at him, just turned over like a uh, Family Guy character that just fell over. <laughs> just booty, booty all the way out, just just asshole spread, like just covered in blood. Cause he got fucking shot, <laughs> lube in my head. Gushing out, <laughs> it's your friend. Damn, is he? Like, is he? I don't know do, this. I don't know this. Do guy. I want to claim this nigga? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, continuing on to the movie's plot, after after Vicente shoots and kills Robert, Marilia is coming up. She's like, "What's that sound? What's going on in there?" You know and. Well, I forgot his name. Vicente is just like, hey, y'all, don't worry about it. It's just a noise. Go back to bed. Vicente was not trying to kill Morelia. Yeah. Uh-uh. Nope. But that was the only option that he had. Yeah, because then she came in. He had, he, he, he had, she had, had a gun. He had, he had hit her with that fucking uh, who killed Captain Rogers. He's under bed and shit and fucking shot her. Dude. Like <laughs> <laughs> an Elmer Fudd, nigga. <laughs> Bang. I also laughed at this, too, because the bullet wound in that is also straight. Like, it goes straight through instead mm-hmm. of at an angle, even though she was under the bed, he was under the bed, pointing the gun. See, what you don't realize is that Vicente curved the bullet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he also has uh, enhanced abilities to curve bullets See, through skin is, technology. The thing is, he wanted to get out of there, so... <laughs> wanted to get out of there? But that's basically most of the movie. Like we get that, to the end scene, basically. It's very yeah, it's he gets to go it's back to his mother and his lesbian lover. He he now he, he oh, we were talking about earlier that he now can't fuck because he's a woman. And, um, and the last line is that he's looking at his mother and he says, "I am Vicente," and then that ends. 
That's yeah, the it's just crazy. The, you start hearing the the music playing in the background. Movie with Antonio Banderas. <laughs> <laughs> Featuring the uh, We're going to go over the credits and sequence. Uh, we got Antonio Banderas. No, <laughs> First and fourth most featuring the nigga Antonio Banderas. Yes, uh, this movie was amazing. It was uh, really you good. know, I, for you know Vernon, Vernon just knows good things. I hate to say it, I really do. Vernon just knows really good foreign movies. Ah, oh, thanks, I know. guys. He just, I can't. He, this is he just gets me into everything. What Persona, Evangelion, everything. It's, if Vernon gets me into something, there it is. I think Vernon got me into movies. Like, um. It's just, you know, there's a lot of interesting movies out here that, that exist. And, and I love the ones that, you know, make you really think about things. Because uh, this movie is a lot of fucking morality talk about, like, you know, what's right, what's wrong. I hadn't, I got into a fight. Yeah, I did right to put it on black. I got to argue with my girlfriend about this movie, too. And we were oh, talking about, it? you know, she didn't watch it. You know, she, this oh. is an opinion she just had about, I was talking about the plot and how the main twist of the movie is that, you know. Casual. Yeah, right. And I was like, you were arguing about like, you know, okay, if you are a father having sex with your rapist's, you know, with your daughter who rapist, like, yeah, from your perspective, aren't you anyways. fucked in the head? You're fucked in the head is equally as fucked up as the guy who raped your daughter, in my opinion. More you're so, fucked in the head. More so. If anything, and it's not like it was like it was actual casual sex. You're actually trying to have sex. It wasn't like just you know wrong like revenge rape. It was not it's, even. It's really fucked up on, on the simple fact that he could have easily just had someone else do it, but he wanted to do it himself. And then he grew to fall in love with this person who raped his daughter as he was raping him, and this became a big rape love party. Like it was really fucked uh, up. Stockholm syndrome, the movie. Literally, I guess just so fucked in the head. And she was saying, well. Technically, that's not a person anymore who did it because it's a new person now. Like, that's not that true. sounds that's not true. No, 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 no. Because it's no because his sex changed, still, but his soul didn't. Yeah, yeah. You know, Vera is still Vicente. Just Vera's mind broken. We're just gonna yeah. if we're talking about Vera and up until the scene where they are talking about, um, you know, how that guy's trying to get Robert under because of. <laughs> The <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm just gonna give his girlfriend's logic. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I changed. I'm sorry. I, I, I changed girlfriend. your sex, so it's no longer revenge rape. It's just regular rape now. <laughs> we have sorry, no. Con- there is no context anymore. I'm a new man or a new woman. I'm, I'm done. You're it's just regular person. rape just, now. I pressed erase on my last save profile, so it doesn't exist. <laughs> it just yeah. That's not how it works. Don't add to this rape. It's just regular. Rape. It's just casual rape. It's not revenge rape anymore. Did you know uh, something? Some trivia for this movie: the yes. character, the actor that played Vera, and the actor that played Vicente would meet up outside of the cat, uh, outside of the uh, what is set. It? Yeah, outside of the set, and will, they will talk about what they should do. They so much so that they started trying to walk similarly to each other, and they yeah. started, and they walked so similar to each other that the director was like. You know, you guys kind of walk the same. <laughs> That's really good fucking method acting. That's amazing. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of roles got a uh, a lot of awards for this. There's a lot of awards for this movie. Mostly, it's like best foreign film. You know, nothing nothing great in their own country awards, but. No. But everyone else, us Westerners or us Americans, are really like, oh, that's a good foreign film right there. Oh, for somewhere in somewhere in Spain, it's like you know, oh, that's, that's like a Thursday to them. Like, yeah, oh, get back to us when you got some it, it, other fucking original content. It was like it was like the rest of the world when it came to Paris. Like, oh wow, the Chainsaw Awards. Yeah, <laughs> How right? is that? Antonio Banderas won the Best Actor for that. Photo um, Film Critics Circle. 
I'm trying to find. I got a nomination at the Golden Globes. I think I think Vicente's actor got an award for best newcoming. Uh, wow. Best newcoming actor. Best newcoming bussy. <laughs> the St. Jordi Awards won best film there. Wow. Best international film. Most of it. Best male newcomer. Yep, Jan Cornette. I think it's a uh, Vicente's actor. Mm-hmm. He, wow. he, he was winning a lot of, like, Best Newcomer Awards, and that's pretty impressive. And Vicente, and, you know, after I read that, and I was thinking about how well he played him, he played him great. Right. He, he, he he's, when he's, when he's upset about living in Spain, you see it. You can see the, I want to get out of here, look yeah. in his eyes. And that, that hit close for me, personally, for a guy that wants to live somewhere that he hated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, I, I can tell, like, he wanted out of there. And his acting is just so great. Even before he gets a sex change and uh, Antonio Banderas is, like, feeding him and shit. He's like, oh, you know, thank you. You know, my mom is going to miss me. I can't stay gone for too long. And he's really trying to, like, sympathize with his captor and get out of there. His acting is just so great. And, yeah, there's a scene where Antonio Banderas leaves him by this table and a chair mm-hmm. and gives him mm-hmm. bugs. And he brings him down some rice. And he's trying to talk to Antonio Banderas. Like, he, his mind is broken. And you can obviously tell. And he's... He's trying to talk to him, but he's he he's so hungry. Yeah, he needs to eat, and he's like, "Please, just stay here while I eat, and let me talk to you. I need someone to talk to." You. And just ever think about so fucking good. Ever man. think about getting that broken that you need to talk to your capture, like you need someone to talk to that you're that wow. broken. He huh. really broken this man. Uh, just the acting in this movie in general just really good. The whole time he's captured, he's speaking soft to him. He's like, oh, hey, you know, why are you doing this to me? I haven't done anything wrong, you know. Ex- except for in the my beginning, mom he misses is me. yelling. Yeah, but right, right, every time after that, he's like, yep, no, I, I, he, it's, it's fucked up. Like, he, he gets to know his place. It's really fucked up. Like, oh, it's such a good movie. Such a good movie. Like, yeah, yeah. Because in most, I feel like in most movies in this situation, if you're the lead role, they'd always be like, I'm not falling for this. You know, I'm not going to I'm not going to let it. But no, Vicente just immediately crumbles. He immediately starts acting submissive. And that's exactly what Antonio Banderas' character wants. He wants him to be submissive. He's already, in essence, getting him into the role that he is that Robert wants him in. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wow. It's such a good movie. <laughs> it's a great movie. It's fucking great. But I highly suggest, you know, again, like we said earlier, to, for anyone to watch the film, um, watch it multiple times. Watch it a lot. Yeah. It's a good movie. Our, our review, even the spoiler review, does not do the movie justice. It, it, it's a movie you have to see yourself to really fully understand, just fully grasp. I, yeah, because this this movie, trying to explain this, as I said in the beginning of this podcast, Vernon put explains this movie so well, in my opinion, because... Any other description of this movie is it's a, a spoiler. Revenge movie. Yep. It, and, it, and that immediately spoils it. The cover of the movie art, it's it's Robert and Vera and or Vincent Vicente looking into the looking in the camera. That's a spoiler right there. The skin I live in, the title itself, that's a spoiler right there. Mm-hmm. You can tell that this is supposed to be the perspective. The title is his perspective of Vicente. That's it. Yeah. You know, even though Robert's a protagonist, in a sense. Vicente is a real character you're trying to follow. You're right. Right. The cover art is such a, such a big fucking spoiler because you it's literally him looking through the mask, so you can already see where it's gonna go. Yeah. And and that's why and you know I've been telling a lot of people you know before we recorded this like you like you need to see this movie but I can't describe it to you. Now that I've seen how Vernon described it, you have really put it in perspective for me to just explain it. So just copy and paste that into Cinema. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first on the Zoomcast. So yeah, Amazon. If you ever need somebody to write a better, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, better fucking like synopsis, we, we we got a guy right here for you. We got a guy right here. 
a guy that knows how to do someone else's job. Yep. His PayPal is not. <laughs> cash up is uh, money sign. Yeah, cash Can you imagine getting fucking cash up from my fucking like a multi-million dollar company? <laughs> yeah, cash up. Hey, nigga, what's your cash name real quick? <laughs> ching, ching me. <laughs> but um, basically, um, Great I movie, think Jackie. a successful episode, gentlemen. I hope so. I hope everyone enjoyed their time with us again. I'm I'm really happy to be back. Um, hopefully, to get this out to you soon. Um, and again, you can reach us on our Twitter at podcastzoomp z o m p at podcastzoomp. You can go over there and uh, text us over some stuff. You know, send some over some suggestions. Maybe you got some of the movies, some other psychological horror movies, or whatever you need you can give us because I would love to watch something new. Um, anything new would be welcome. Um, also, uh, make sure you, uh, go over here, listen to us on SoundCloud, uh, Apple podcast and Google podcasts, I'm hoping and, uh, Stitcher, but, uh, that's going to do it for us at a Zoomcast podcast. Yeah. I think that does it for me as well. I'm going to head out of here right now. <laughs> he actually gets up and leaves. <laughs> He's fucking fired. <laughs> <laughs> Why? He just left out the door. <laughs> I, that is fucked up. Yeah. Anyway. Thanks, everyone. Good night. Morning.